All right, how we doing, everybody? It is 11 2019. I'm your host, Will Reddington, and welcome to another episode of Red Talk. Today, we have University of Louisville soccer captain Cody Cochran here. The NCAA tournament starts Thursday, so he's going to preview his team's potential run. We'll also talk about his journey from DeSales to walking on at UofL to becoming a captain for two years, and much, much more. But before we get started, our show is brought to you by O'Shea's Irish Pub. Louisville home basketball game tonight at 7 o'clock. No better place to spend your pregame than at Patrick O'Shea's downtown. 100 steps away from the Yum Center, 123 Main Street. All right, let's get it going. All right, big show for you all today. Yesterday, the NCAA Soccer Selection Show took place, and our Louisville Cardinals found out exactly what their road to winning the College Cup looks like. What could be better than me being joined by my favorite Louisville soccer player of all time, Cody Cochran? It's good to see you. How's it going? It's going good. Tired, but we're working right now. Getting ready for the tournament, preparing for USF. Yeah, tired. Don't like to hear that. (laughs) So let's start with what happened yesterday. The NCAA soccer tournament features 48 teams. The top 16 teams get first-round buys. You guys play South Florida at home at Lynn Stadium on Thursday at 7.30. How are you feeling about the draw? Uh, We're excited. Uh, I think we got a really good draw. Um, It's tournament time, and soccer's a – anybody can win, honestly, whoever's showing up on that night. And it's all about – it's a game of – who makes less mistakes? Honestly, that's about that's what soccer is. So, I mean, we're excited, and we're ready to get out there and play. And we've actually played USF this year in Florida. Um, it's kind of a redemption game for us because that was definitely not a good outing for us. But uh, I think we're a stronger team now, and we're more together. So you lose that game 2 nothing, right, to yep. South Florida back in yep. the day? But this one's in Louisville. That yep. one was in Florida. You said it was a little hot before the show. So hopefully it's, it's not going to be hot. Yeah, uh, I'm just hoping that it's not raining. Honestly, uh, it's uh, hopefully it's around like 40. As long as it stays over 40, I'm good. I don't like cold and rainy. That's that does not sound good. But I think the rain's supposed to pass out. Hopefully, it might be bad for the Florida guys. Well, we don't want to look ahead, but if you all do win the game, it looks like you all have to travel to UC Davis and play them at four o'clock on Sunday, all the way out in California. What are your thoughts on the possible travel situation? That's exciting. I mean, Cali, it's going to be good weather. Um, definitely different weather from here. But like you said, I don't want to look ahead. Um, USF's a good opponent, and we're ready to tackle them. But, I mean, obviously it's going to be a, a definitely a quick turnaround yeah. going all the way to California. But uh, I think the guys are exciting. We were kind of joking around today, like, did you guys see the draw? Like, we could go to California. So, like, it'll be a fun trip and a good bonding moment for us, too, again. But um, we're, we're really focused on USF right now. Yeah, that's good to have the kind of positive vibes around yeah. it versus, like, the, oh, we got to go across the yeah. country right after we went. So would you guys fly out on, like, Friday morning? or? I don't know. We were, we were talking about that, too. We were like, I mean, when would we leave? Probably. I would I would think we would leave Saturday, but, I mean, I could see us definitely leaving Friday, too. Yeah. Um, the only reason I can see us leaving Saturday is because Friday we'll get, like, a good recovery session in and just chill at home. You know what I'm saying? They'll want us to stay home and then just fly out there Saturday because – we usually, whenever we fly out, we fly out the day before the game anyway. Gotcha. So, like, we just fly out, get there, go to the hotel, do some formal stretching, talk, scout, and then go to bed. So, that it's makes pretty, sense. pretty routine. Yeah, you guys are young. You guys can handle it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys almost cracked the top 16, which would have earned the first round by some insane top-notch free kicks from Virginia Tech resulted in a Louisville loss in the first round of the ACC tournament, a game where you were unable to play, the only one this season. Talk about that for a second and tell everyone how you're feeling now. Uh, it was hard. I hate missing games. Like you said, it's the first one of the season, and it, I got sick at the wrong time. I mean, it just happens. Um, yeah, I woke up that morning, and I was 
not feeling good at all. My stomach was hurting, and then it turned into nauseous, and I couldn't eat. I didn't eat all day, and that was really the big problem, but uh, they tried to nurse me back to health, but I warmed up, and I still was not just feeling it, and I didn't want to go out there not 100% because just the magnitude of the game. For sure. So I tried, but I didn't. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. But I mean, the team the team didn't play bad. It was just, like I said, just mistakes. Uh, two bad fouls in our half, and they capitalized with really good free kicks. Really I mean, good. It was it was good placement, honestly. And then props to them. I mean, they're a good team too. Like we played them earlier in the year and beat them, but they got a top sixteen seed. So like, ACC is tough, um, and I think it definitely prepares us for this moment we have now. Yeah, uh, how many teams from the ACC in the tournament? Ten, and I, I'm I'm pretty sure that's a record, maybe. Or tied Ten out record. of forty-eight. Ten, I mean, yeah. it, I, I mean, don't see how you can do much better than that. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's crazy. Missing you was big, to say the least. You're third on the team in minutes played. You started as a walk-on out of a place that we both know and love, D Sales High School. What's it been like watching your own personal career change, going from a walk-on to a captain and a key part of this team? I mean, especially in my hometown, has been awesome. Uh, I'm so glad that I got the opportunity. And shout out to the coach Ken Lola, who's not not here anymore. But like he gave me the opportunity, and I would say just I worked hard every day. I mean, it was definitely hard for me because I took soccer serious, but not as serious as like some of the guys that were coming here. Like they played at academies and stuff, so like they were nonstop soccer, yeah. nonstop. So, like I was, I enjoyed high school. I'm not gonna lie, like I loved the sales. Like I hung out with my boys. Definitely. Like I uh, played other sports and stuff like that, like football and stuff. But like it. For me, high school is more like a socialization thing for me, and like I don't mind that because like I enjoyed it. Like I don't, I don't regret anything. Like I probably could have went to an academy or something and yeah. made new friends there. I'm not saying that, but like for me, like I enjoyed high school. I don't regret anything. But like um, for me, just getting that one opportunity from one school and walking on it, it was definitely hard though. Like uh, I had a lot of catching up to do, uh, to say the least. But yeah, I just took the opportunity and worked really hard every day. Stayed after practice, worked. That's all you can do. So this coaching change. So Ken Lola was at Louisville for 13 years. It's now John Michael Hayden. This is his first year. What's that change been like? Uh, John Michael, he has a lot of qualities that Ken has too, but uh, they're definitely different coaches. Um, John Michael's more attacking-oriented, I guess you'd say, and it kind of shows in the, how the season's going. Like, I mean, we, we're having a good year too, but like we've also gave up a lot of goals, and it's because we send a lot of numbers forward. Yeah. Which – Honestly, I think the team, whenever we came into the season, we are like, look, like we don't want to sit behind the ball and defend for 90 minutes, which we've done in the past, which it worked. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, we got the past three years, we've had a top four seed. Yeah. So, like, I mean, we were successful in that. But, like, I think that Joe Michael really wants to change this to a, a possession-oriented team, and I think we kind of got caught in the middle of that. Like, we were possession-oriented, but we were giving up goals. Yeah. And then we kind of – now we're kind of transitioning a little bit into, like, a defensive team, which – I mean, the guys are buying into it right now, but that's really the biggest change right now between the coaches. But, I mean, other than that, John Michaels, uh, I think he's doing a great job. It's just, I mean, I think we had the four, our strength of schedule was number four in the country. So, like, I mean, we've done well. We're over 500. We're in the tournament. We have a good RPI. We have a good draw in the tournament. So Yeah, and that's all you can ask for is a chance. Yeah. And now that you're there, I mean, after playing a schedule like that, you have to feel like you can beat anybody at this point. Yeah. So who are some guys that you've played with so far who helped you learn the leadership qualities necessary to be a captain on this team? Uh, I would say probably Tim Cabell. He was uh, He's from Germany, and he played here after my redshirt year, my freshman, sophomore year that I actually played. But, yeah, he was just a great leader. I mean, he was a competitor. He was really good. Um, he played with Dortmund over there. So oh, like, my God. Yeah, he has, like, pictures with, like, Lewandowski and stuff like that, like – 
like just crazy stuff. So like uh, he was a really good player, and I think everybody really looked up to him, and I looked up to him uh, as a player and as a person because he was good off the field as well in school. So yeah, probably him the most been most influential. Okay, okay. For for Louisville fans that just start watching Cardinal soccer during the postseason, why don't you tell them a little bit about your team and some guys they should look for to make a big impact? Uh, our team, we're we're just gonna go out there and work, honestly. And this is, I mean, we're in the tournament now, so it's it's one game, and you could be done. Season could be done. Um, and everyone knows the magnitude of every game now. Uh, postseason is just crazy, honestly. Uh, it's just about winning, and that's all it's about. Um, as a team, but I think some guys to look out for is definitely up top. We have we have some attacking threats. Uh, Sharif, who missed our first ACC game as well. He's a really good player, dynamic, 1v1. Once he gets the ball, he wants to go to goal, um, almost to a fault sometimes. Because yeah. he wants to sh- I think he has I, – I make fun of him a lot because uh, he has like like 74 shots. That's and a that, lot. Yeah, that's a lot of shots, uh, especially in, what, 18 games or whatever it is. So, like, he, he takes a lot of shots. And, I mean, he's our leading goal scorer assist. So, like – He's a fun player to watch, though. I mean, he, you get a you get a cut. You know, you got a couple of oohs and ahs coming whenever he gets the ball. Yeah, I mean, you can't uh, score if you don't shoot. Yeah, so him, and then definitely, I would say my my partner next to me, Luca. Uh, he's a good player. He's from France, from Paris, and he's a good player, competitor. Really loves the game. Uh, he's fun to play with. And then we have we have some guys out wide and in the midfield that are good too. That are going to give us that we need really to step up. Um, we have a freshman in the midfield that's really good, Bradley Sample that. He's stepped up big this year, and we need him to continue to keep playing like he is. Yeah, it's going to take everybody. It's got to be such a different feeling. You play all these games, and they all matter. They're all important. But now you're at a point where it's over if you lose. And you personally and as a team have had a ton of success during your time at Louisville. Two Elite Eight appearances, won the ACC tournament last year. Do you think this team has what it takes to put you all over the hump and get you to the Final Four? I think they do, honestly. I mean – yeah, we, we don't have home games this year like we have in the past, but we got we got one. It's honestly just taking it one game at a time, and we have a home game, so we're going to take care of this home game, and then we're going to go win on the road. Um, well, you're going to have to win on the road eventually because sure. you're going to have to go to the Final Four. That's not at home. So, And honestly, in the past few years, we haven't really taken care of home field advantage, so I think a change is good. We can go out there and play against teams. But uh, I think this team's primed and ready for a run in the tournament. Um, we've played good opponents all year. We've got some good results, um, some results that we look back on and wish that we would have done better. But, I mean, just the nature of the game. Um, but I think we're ready, and the whole team's ready to compete. Absolutely. Love to hear it. I'm ready to go on Thursday night. I know you are. Louisville's never won a national championship in soccer before, correct? Yep. So what would it mean for you personally to possibly be a part of the team that got it done? Uh, it would mean everything, especially being from here. Uh, even though I am a UK fan, but being from here, it'd be awesome just to... I'll cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, being a, just playing with these guys, it'd be awesome, especially with this group of guys, just knowing them and how much work we've put in together. But yeah, it was kind of like this for the ACC because we never won ACC championship either. Yeah. So like, it's kind of hard to explain what it would feel like, to be honest, because like, like after we won that, I was like, man, this is like amazing. Like we've never won the ACC. Like I'm the first team to ever do it. Like it's just a cool feeling that... Uh, you can't really explain. Yeah, your IG picture with the trophy was pretty sweet. Yeah. You looked excited. Yeah. So your goal this season came against Cleveland State. What's been the best moment of your soccer career at UofL so far? Winning the ACC? Yeah, 100%. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, whenever they ask me, it's like the first thing that comes. Well, honestly, it's not just winning the ACC. It was, the, it was really the whole tournament leading up to it. So, like, we went on the – it was a hard – I mean, we played Wake and UNC who were, like, number one and number three, like – you know what I'm saying? So that whole week was just, I mean, I guess you'd just say magical, honestly, because like yeah. we went to Wake. We had, we had never won at Wake. 
and just winning that game like it was crazy the atmosphere was crazy and um just winning there and then just being with the guys after partying with them you know what i'm saying on the bus ride back and then just all the treatment we got for playing in the acc tre- like tournament like championship game was pretty cool at the place like at the stadium and stuff yeah. so just really that whole week because we were in we were in north carolina for a whole week and it was just a cool experience it sounds awesome and you probably have a lot of those guys back i assume and you have to feel like after a run like that like you can beat anybody which is huge going into a tournament like this where you're gonna have to do exactly that yeah i think experience is huge um and we have i think there's like six or seven like starters from last year that are back so i think going into postseason play it's huge to have people that have played in big moments that have lived it have won have tasted success but also tasted defeat yeah Uh, i know what it feels like to lose in the second round last year when you have a number one seed and then that team going on to the final four i mean the past when we lost in the elite eight my freshman year stanford went on to win it all and then when they beat us here and then went on to win it all and it's just seeing those teams celebrate on your field yeah it's not a good feeling uh, especially when they go to the, the college cup right after that and then especially last year like we thought we had a good like we were just won the ACC I think it was I think it's kind of what got to our head we won the ACC we're like no one can beat us for like, sure we just won it's a natural tournament you know what I'm saying and I think we didn't really come down from that high enough yeah a lot of times those bad moments though are what can propel you into success the next season you see it in sports all the time so last year you were nominated at the Louis which is the UofL student athlete award show for the male leadership award you're up against guys like Christian Cunningham of Louisville basketball, Adam Wolf of Louisville baseball. What was it like being recognized with those guys, and did you win? Uh, it was pretty cool. I think there was a little bit of bias in there because okay. the basketball player won, but no, nah, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Uh, it was it was cool being nominated for that. The Louis are a good event. It's just where all the athletes come together, and there's awards just like that yeah. handed out for like best male athlete, best performer, best tournament performance, stuff like that. It's a cool little event, but like it was cool being nominated for it. Um, for sure it's awesome seeing your name with those guys yeah 100 percent. so you're a pretty vital member of this louisville soccer team i think we both agree the acc tournament game was the first one of the season that you missed you played in at least 70 minutes of every game this season outside of that one at least 88 minutes of 14 of the 16 matches what do you think makes you such an integral part of this team uh i mean soccer's a big team sport so i i do feel like like as a captain um it's my job to make sure that we win um, I take it pretty hard when we lose. Um, but for me, I think the guys just – some of the guys look up to me and they respect me just from where – like my background. Like they know that I came and walked on and worked hard. So, like, I think there's a little bit of respect there with that because they know that I'm going to go out there every day and just work for them. And I think that's a big part for a team sport. Like you want a team that's ready to work for each other. And I'm all they, they can always count on me during games and stuff to work hard. Like I'm never not going to work hard and I'm never going to not give 100%. So I, I just feel like – and that's how I try to gain respect from them, honestly, is just day in and day out, just working hard. Bring it every day? Yeah, 100%. That's all you can do. So we are some DeSales guys. There's no secret. But not many DeSales guys end up playing at the University of Louisville. Were you recruited elsewhere? Uh, that's the thing. I was recruited one place, uh, University of Indianapolis, which is like a, I think they're, yeah, D2 school. Gotcha. Uh, in India, obviously, but... I was really the only place uh, they didn't. It was expensive, and they didn't give me much money. So I was like, "All right." And honestly, the funny thing is, I reached out to Bellarmine. Uh, they didn't get back with me, <laughs> and and like I said, like I was honestly already enrolled in UVL, and I was just planning to be a student. Um, so that was what I was pretty much set on. And then, like two or three months before the end of my senior year, like 
Ken gave me a call. and was like, hey, we have a roster spot. And just gave me the opportunity. So it's so it's a pretty cool story. Like, especially like looking back now, I'm like glad those teams almost didn't recruit me. Absolutely. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like then I was really mad. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm like, why, why is no one recruiting me? Like, what's going on? Yeah, I'm sure and you want to keep playing soccer. Yeah. But I was kind of like, I mean, this sucks. Like, no one's recruiting me. All these, you know what I'm saying? I'm seeing people committing and doing this and doing that. And I'm like, and but it all worked out in the end. And uh, I feel like there's always a plan in the end. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you leave the sales and you're um, you're unsure about what you're going to do, clearly, from what yeah. you said. But I'm sure you don't want to be done playing soccer. Yeah. So I, it's crazy that it all worked out. Did you feel like you always kind of belonged there? Uh, Yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah, I mean, I, I wanted to play soccer, but I'd also come to the fact that I might not be playing soccer. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like it was... I mean, there's going to come a day when you're done playing soccer, and I understand that. You're done playing sports, and you can't play the rest of your life, which is why I think that education is huge, and that's why I stayed for my fifth year, and I wanted to get my master's and stuff. So I just, I am grateful for everything that I, the University of Louisville has done for me. Like, we, they've treated us really well. Like, I have clothes for years, <laughs> uh, clothes and shoes for years, but... Uh, yeah, I'm just grateful to be in the spot that I am. I love it. The UofL Soccer just put out a sweet video featuring you talking about your journey from a walk-on to being a captain now. It's on Twitter at UofL Men's Soccer. You're walking around on DeSales Field talking to Murph, talking to Dr. <laughs> Blackwell. What was it like making that? Uh, it was pretty cool. It took a little bit of time and took a little bit of work, but it was it was cool. Just I wanted to get like the backdrop of the sales in there. I mean, yeah, it's changed a lot, awesome. obviously, since me and you've been there. Yeah. Uh, we did not have a turf field. No, we had, a, we had barely a, a live grass. Yeah, we had a, and for us, it was a dirt and mud pile whenever we'd go play soccer there. But yeah. uh, it's just it's just a testament to how much the sales has grown. And, I mean, honestly, you could say we built that too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we were there before them, state championships and all this stuff and regional titles and basketball team was good. Every, every sport was good when we were all there. So... And I think it, the momentum of the sales has just took off. Man. It's been like insane. expanding. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're seeing a ton of kids wanting to go there now, not the typical route that Catholic school kids want to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I would, I wouldn't trade going to sales for anything. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, you're kind of taken by it. I, I just thought that was the coolest thing ever that you featured DeSales in that video. Mm-hmm. You know, it would have been easy for you to say, yeah, I came from DeSales, I walked on, and the video to move on. It's still a cool video, but instead you are literally walking around DeSales' new athletic facility. Yeah. It's pretty neat. I thought it, And I thought it would be a good marketing tool, too, to be honest. Definitely. Uh, and I, I want DeSales to be successful. Yeah. I mean, so I thought it was big for me to get there and actually let people see the facility and see how cool it is because there's going to be thousands of people that see that video probably just because of the magnitude that UofL soccer like generates. But like the thing is, like I just wanted to – I mean, it, it's the sales has done so much for me, just not only soccer, just as a person. Yeah, and I think sure. as a person more than anything, like the teachers that were there, like I loved my time there, all the people that I met, the lifelong friendships that I've made – but, yeah, I just feel like it influenced me a lot and made me who I am today. Yeah, it's the same. DeSales is such a special place. I, mean, yeah. I went to open house this past Sunday with my little brother's seventh grader, Brent, and my stepmom, Melissa. And it's grown, but you still haven't lost that one-on-one connection that you yeah. get at DeSales. Like, Melissa and Brent were able to talk to every single teacher in the building one-on-one for five to ten minutes, even though it was just stupid packed at this open house. Yeah. They were able to talk to any coach they wanted to talk to. Coach Seaver to the baseball program had one of his players take us on a tour of all the facilities, and Brent wants to play baseball. I was just so impressed with the way DeSales showed itself, and I feel like they've always been that way. What's it been like watching that progression, though? Because it was a lot different when we were there. That that human bond still yeah. existed, but 
I mean, these facilities are crazy. Yeah, I would just say, like, the one thing that I would point out is, like, since me and you've left, like, there's been a lot of changes with the teachers as well. Like, there's some teachers there that we didn't know. Yeah. And there, there's still some teachers there that we do know, obviously. But I think they're, like, like any school, like, teachers come and go sometimes. But whenever I've went back, like, all the teachers, even if I don't know them, like, they, like, know my name and, like, exactly. know who I am. You know what I'm saying? And they always talk to me. They're always friendly because, like, when you see someone you don't know, you can you can be hesitant to talk to them sometimes. Absolutely. But, like, I feel like they're all welcoming, welcoming me back because I actually – Last last year, I interned there for like a year with the new AD because uh, he was we had Gilbert whenever we were there, but yeah. uh, Don and he was really accepting. Like he was me and him are friends now. Like we joke around and stuff. Uh, and then Blackwell, I didn't know him. He wasn't there when we were there, um, but I really like him as well. Yeah, he's um, awesome. And just working there and then seeing him around now, like me and him have a really good relationship. Um, but I I just think it's cool that how you can go back there and everyone just takes you in, no matter. if you were there when you were there or not like they know who you are and they they want to talk with you exactly they, they're just so they, they really care about what you're yeah. doing now and and how everything is and i think that's so rare i think you can yeah i got love for sanix and trinity too but i think you can go to these places and that's one of DeSales' main pitches is you can go to these places and you can seriously not meet people yeah. in your entire time there yeah. your classmates teachers yeah and at the sales you know everybody and they exactly. know you and they they really care yeah. and that's what i saw i mean i, I got back i mean i hadn't been I've been to some games, but I hadn't been in the DeSales hallways outside of a basketball alumni league in yeah. seven years. And you see so many familiar faces, and they know your name, and they're just so worried about what you're up to. Oh, they were so nice to my family. Yeah. What a great place. I feel like the biggest thing, too, is like whenever we were there, like, I mean, you were a senior when I was a freshman, but yeah. like, we still, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Like, there's no ego, there's no anything. It's like we're all the same. Like, it don't matter if you're older, younger, it doesn't matter. Like, we all treated each other. Yeah, everybody well. messes around together. Everybody's all, nice to each other. We all connect still and yeah. see each other out on the weekends and stuff at O'Shea's. Yeah, <laughs> here we are. Here we are. We're in my room. We're at O'Shea's. We're doing all <laughs> kinds of stuff. Uh, what advice would you give high school athletes that are torn between walking on at a bigger school, maybe accepting a scholarship at a smaller school, or choosing to let go of their sports dreams? I would say the biggest thing is do what makes you happy. Um, if you want to move away, move away. If you want to stay in your home, stay in your home. Like for me, the biggest thing is. I didn't really want to move away. Like, this is where I'm from. I know so many people here. It's not that I'm uncomfortable being somewhere else. It's just that was my preference. And the biggest thing is just do what's going to make you happy. Um, don't let other people influence you. Like, like obviously, listen to your parents. Listen to people that are giving you advice. For but, sure. like, ultimately, it's your decision. Like, it's going to be your four years. It's going to be your life. Like, when you look back, you don't regret a decision. But the biggest thing is, like, work hard. Like, you might not get the top scholarship or whatever that you see other kids getting but just keep working hard like people notice and yeah. people take note of that and it, you'll be rewarded in the end in some way and if you're ready to let go of a sport like just let it go like it's gonna be hard at first don't get me wrong like I mean honestly I'm coming to that realization now like yeah you know what I'm saying like I'm not sure if I want to play so like I'm I still want to play, obviously, because I'm still in season. Yeah, you know what for I'm sure. So I'm Definitely. not really. I, it's it's in the back of my mind though. Like I can't I can't it has say to it's be, yeah. not. Like I have I'm doing interviews for jobs right now. Like yeah. so like I'm preparing, but like you know what I'm saying. I'm just waiting and seeing what's happening, see how everything unfolds. But I have a tournament game coming up, so I'm not really thinking about all that stuff right now. But for me, just I'm I'm gonna keep doing what it makes me happy and what I want to do. I don't you know people people can have their opinions. I'll listen to it, but ultimately it's gonna be my decision. Yeah. So I mean. Just do what makes you happy. So talk about your plans after soccer a little bit. What, what are you planning on doing? So I, I haven't made my mind up yet. I'm not sure that I want to play. I'm not sure that I want to keep playing, yeah. to be honest. Um, I I say this a lot, but I like soccer. I don't love it. Okay. Uh, I have a different 
drive drive for sports. I, I I'm a competitive person. Like it doesn't matter what I'm playing. I could be playing video games. I could be playing a backyard game of fris uh, frisbee, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm a competitive person. I love competition. Basically, I think that's what I'll miss the most. Uh, that and like meeting new people and sure. playing with guys and stuff. But for me, I I don't think soccer's in my future. I'll have my masters in July, so like I'm setting up pretty good. Like I'm applying for jobs and Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. But I mean, I think I'm ready for something different. I think that's ultimately what it comes down to. I'm ready for something different. I've been doing this for, I don't know, so many years now. But, I mean, whenever you go play at a place like this where it's this strenuous, like, for five years, like, it takes a toll on a you, break, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So, I'm I'm definitely going to miss it. I know I am. Like, there's no way around it. I'm going to miss it. But I'm I'm satisfied, honestly. Like, I've had a good career. Uh, I've had fun. Absolutely. Um, my parents have got to watch me. My grandparents have got to watch me play right here almost every game. So, I mean, it's been amazing. That's kind of all you can ask for. I yeah. mean, you've had an incredible career. I want to do some fun stuff now that we're here at the end. Favorite teammate, who do you have? Oh, good Lord. Take uh, your time. I would say probably the one that I connected with the most and really hung out, probably Tate, Tate Schmidt. Tate Schmidt? He's probably the one that, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, you just got engaged. Congrats to you and Jenna. That's huge. Donovan Mitchell even commented on your post and deemed you all his favorite couple in Louisville <laughs> history. <laughs> Pretty cool. Your thoughts? Uh, Donovan's a great guy. Uh, whenever he was here, me and him actually we'd text all the time. We'd go to parties and stuff, and so I have a good relationship with him. We uh, went out to Utah to see my buddy Tate play soccer, which was an awesome experience. And then he also got us tickets to the game, like court, like not courtside, but like five rows up, something yeah. like that. Just awesome seats. But he's just a great guy um, all around. Like you see, he's always doing something on on Twitter and stuff. Every just time. Hand, like, Something you know bad happens like, to a kid, he's taking care of exactly. it. Exactly. I mean, he's just he's just so caring. I mean, he hasn't let his stardom get to him, which I think can really, especially in his scenario, like, get to people, but, like, he's just a It'd be understandable guy. if it did. Yeah, I, honestly, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they, they, he's an amazing basketball player and stuff, yeah. and he, but he's an even greater person. Like, just, he always stays in touch with me, and I'm sure he does that with everybody else, too, that he knew here. And he always, you know what I'm saying, shouts out Louisville and stuff, which is pretty cool, too. Yeah, he was wearing the Louisville jacket exactly. going yeah, into that. the game yeah. last night. Yeah. And, I mean, he came to Louisville live. Like, that, yeah. that is insane. He's Flew our best in. NBA yeah. player. Yeah. And he's the only one there, and he's there. It's 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 crazy. You're engaged, though. Congrats. You got it pretty lined up for yourself. About to get your master's, already engaged. You feeling good? Yeah, I feel good where I'm at. Um, like I said, I'm going to miss soccer, but, like, I feel like – my parents have set me up. The sales has set me up. My whole sports system, my friends, everybody has set me up for life after soccer. Yeah. And so I'm. There's definitely uncertainty, which I mean that's scary for a lot of people. But for me, I see it as like a chance for me to, I don't know, go after more things, achieve more, achieve more, be better, grow as a person. Yeah. Um, being uncomfortable allows you to grow more. So I'm ready to see what happens next. Yeah, I'm sure with whatever you do, you'll have an infinite amount of success because you have in every aspect of your life so far. <laughs> so that's kind of all you can ask for. Let's go win five more games. I know. That's all we got to do now. I'm ready. We're ready for the run. I'm ready too. Is there anything you'd like to talk to me about? I'm good. How's your life going? All good? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I just did an interview with Cody Cochran. I'm feeling great. <laughs> Appreciate it. Anytime, man. TTYL. <laughs>